0: The Say Something podcast is brought to you by a momentwithmorris.com and blackblueprints.com. That's blackblueprints with a Z.com. I'm Jermaine Morris here with the one and only Mr. Barry Axius. Peace and blessings, family. We're bringing you the Say Something podcast. Say something, say something, say something. That's right. we'll myself and Barry get together and talk about everything going on in this life, in the world, in the traffic, in these streets. In these streets. In
1: Streets
0: Coming at you to your dope piece Every seven days We are uh, hitting you with episode number 39 Come on I was thinking about this one I was thinking about this one one I do Episode number 39 is a reason why too Shout out to that uh, Steven Jackson From the St. Louis Rams
1: Ah you got one
0: Yeah yeah. Episode 39 Steven Steven Jackson St. Louis Rams Used to get it in in an era where the Rams wasn't ish. Definitely wasn't. <laughs> he was a thousand yard back. He was continuously getting it in. And something I thought was crazy about Steven Jackson is, is that there was a stretch of about three seasons where each year he was getting better, like rushing for a thousand yards, then rushing uh-huh. for a thousand, then rushing for 1,100. TDs was going up. Like during 07, 08, 09, he was just, he was like, who was that back grounded in but at the same time he was getting better uh, the Rams went three and 13 two and 14 and then one and 15. Wow so why I look at that is is that that's kind of a nod to uh you being good at a particular thing uh, but you're still not winning yeah <laughs> and I think that that's a phrase I think that that's kind of like something that could be crystallized for a lot of people you know that they're good at a particular thing.
1: But that don't mean it's gonna add up into uh, success for everyone.
0: Uh uh-uh. uh. And even for them, big picture, they may not get the W. No. Nah. And looking at uh, Fa- Hall of Fame? No. Nah. Not at all. <laughs> no, nah, he ain't a Hall of Famer. Uh, he's solid though. He, he's solid. He was in Rams for a minute. He went to the Falcons. He was a Patriot for a season. But you know, he's. I don't think he's technically retired. I just don't think anybody picked him up. That's crazy because you have a lot of those
1: guys, man. If you think about it, NFL is a cold game because a lot of those players had those stretches where it's one hit wonders, three or four years, and that's it.
0: Yeah. And like I said, he he turned out quite a few. And looking at him, when I think about episode 39, I was looking at somebody in particular who hit the news, who has been uh, good in a particular area of success. But uh, he catching the the L this week. Uh, You about old Kevin Hart? Ha ha. Shorty Doo-Wop. Yeah, man. Uh, What is it? Chocolate Drop? Chocolate Dropper. Uh, Caught up this week. Usher style. With with Becky with the good hair. Was it with a Becky? She's something. Maybe Puerto Rican or something. She she, uh, a little hot mama. Yeah, you know. You going to break it down, but. Why is this news? Well, because there's a reason why. There's a reason why. In general, it's just because he's famous. Oh, well, definitely. But I'm saying, but why I thought that was... uh, Or did folks really buy into he's a good guy? Well, I think part of it came from two reasons. One, when there was a tape that kind of came out about a month ago, alluding to this chick, uh, he came out, you know, trying to just squash it, like... You know, it's funny when people just keep trying to make up stuff and, you know, I'm just oh, out here so living he, my life. Okay, and, so he's playing a role. So, that's number one. Number two is he goes real extra hard on big up in his relationship and, and you know, really, which is not wrong, you know, to big up your girl in, in your family situation. But he always put a little extra on it. He always put 20 on 10. A little mustard on the hot dog. Huh? Yeah, so when you the dude always putting a little extra on it, you know, and you're supposed to be the poster child for positivity and, you know, all, these ah. other, you know, all the other comics forever hating on him and he's always coming out. Because he's the golden boy. Yeah, so when you're that guy and then when it starts to come out and you start... You're
1: not that guy.
0: Yeah, and you start calling everybody crazy and, and they're stupid and they need to get lies and you don't know where this stuff comes from and this, that, and then it comes out. Uh, and then the only reason why you came clean was because fear of uh, extortion. Listen, this is um
1: critique 101 from your good friend, Barry Axius. If you got the millions, pay her. Yeah, but she wanted a lot,
0: apparently. Listen, so. <laughs> if you got the millions, pay her. I would say, so he took the How road of like $15 million, I think it was something like that. Listen, pay her. Well, I guess it depends, because what he did is, is trying to get ahead of it, he was like, you know, I'm not going to be extorted or whatever, so uh, I'm going to come out and put my dirt on the table. And I'm sure by the time he gave the, the little Instagram video for the world to see, he'd already talked over to his wife. Like, it was like that Kobe moment where Kobe was at the press conference sitting next to his wife with that $4 million ring and a tear rolling down his so, cheek. So,
1: reverse. Give your wife the $15 million or the million $4 million in the Kobe ring and work that out.
0: Which is what I'm sure he did. Because they just got married and she's pregnant. And... Wait, this is a story that broke out some months ago. Yeah.
1: like but now it actually came... Into this is what it really was. Well, so,
0: is. So what happened is is that the the story that came out was questionable. You know, there was nothing just definitive about the little video of, her, of him in the car. Because
1: that came out during the the, the black man scan. Like a month ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Came out, same, so week,
0: like, same week. Same yeah, week. So uh, all that stuff, he just kind of was able to kind of. It was the same week. The Bobby Valentino, Usher, yeah. Kevin Hart, all like two days apart. All like two and days R. Apart. Kelly. All that stuff. Same week. Yeah. It was all the same week. And so he was able to kind of, you know. Yeah, because that Usher story was huge. Yeah, he was able to. Floyd, R. Kelly he Floyd Mayweathered his way out. He, I, he think, been, I
1: think even before that, you
0: had O.J. All that stuff. The on parole. Yeah, so I mean, there was so many things going on. Well, the problem now is there's a sex tape out. Yeah. Let me ask a question. Yeah. Why do Negroes feel
1: so free when they have so much on the line and making text sex tapes
0: with these toss-ups? Well, he didn't. So the little... Oh, well, how, how did she? So the clip that's out there now is apparently there was a phone or something set up in the corner. So like, you know, now phones are, are, are HD cameras and stuff. So uh, there was you could see there's the two of them in the bed. And the phone is positioned to where you couldn't necessarily make out who was in the bed. But as soon as you get out of the bed, you're in view of the camera. So she's trying to say it wasn't her because guess maybe there was another girl that was in the room, too. Like all this stuff is coming out that look like he might be getting his little threesome on. And it was the other girl who set it up because now he's he's doubled down and help. And he's uh, they're going after extortion because extortion's against the law. Yeah. So instead of. Just resting on the, I was wrong yeah. and I messed up. He's in in cahoots with law enforcement to go after who the, the, on the extortion side. He said I'm willing to cancel or put or put all my projects on hold to help the police department to to go after this extortion. So why I even care or why this is even tied up to the to this uh, episode? And what I was looking at is is because with him. This is apparently the chick that he was messing with while he was still technically married to his ex-wife, his current wife. The girl he just married is apparently was a side chick while he was married to his ex-wife. Yes. And so everybody's like, well, uh, this is, you know, what? once a cheater, always yes, a cheater. Carl, Carl. Is, yeah, that's, that's the one that's the word that everybody's throwing around, especially. especially so she with, thought
1: she was going to be uh, uh, winning the grand prize and she still possibly can. But in reality, the same thing happened to her. That happened to the ex-wife.
0: Yeah. So she did win the Kevin Hart sweepstakes when it comes to money. Because she wasn't nobody before she met him. And it's a fat payday right now, even if she divorces him after a year. As she She, should. She's still gonna get cleaned up. She's gonna get kicked down. So what I'm looking at is when we look at patterns of behavior. So we like to say that one, you know, once a cheater, always a cheater. Once a thief, always a thief. Once you were a certain way, like that's just who you are. And so what I'm kind of looking at posing to you is, you know, do you believe in that? Like, if um, you were a certain way, if you were, you know, this is who you are, This, you know, you, that's just who you are. You can't be nothing different. I think that money
1: only enhances the asshole you are or um, the greedy person you are or the nice person you are. I mean, whoever yeah. you were before money, I mean, when you get it, it enhances it, right? Yeah. The one thing that has always been a disposition for any man, black or whatever. Yeah. It's been pussy and power.
0: Yeah.
1: Once you get power, you're definitely going to get more pussy. And I don't know too many men with that power and that position and in the fact of Kevin Hart being that all-American guy. I mean, yeah. he is the poster board of comedy. Yeah. Black, white, he whatever,
0: is, he's the guy he in comedy.
1: He He's the guy in comedy. So, seeing that you have a lot more leeway. So who's going to sit there and one, go against Kevin Hart because he has a machine that takes care of things like this. But two, even if I had some people that were kind of getting out of line, I'll give them a shopping spree. Here's a few hundred thousand. Cool out, right? (laughs) But here you have it where nowadays, men... And women must understand, especially in the limelight, you can have that one particular person that will try to bring you down just so they can get on top because that's the type of business that people are in, isn't to extorting individuals and to bring individuals to light and saying, hey, look at me, it's my time to shine. So in a sense of where Kevin Hart is, going back right to what your question is, can people change and can people be different? I believe so because I used to do a lot of different things. Okay. I don't do it now. So I believe that it can. But now, is it very difficult to change your ways and turn it all the way around? For sure. And if I probably got the things that I felt I should have got when I was in that other life, it would have probably been a lot harder for me to transform because i transformed because i didn't see any more benefit in what i was doing okay you get what i'm talking about so no. i wasn't it wasn't a hard change it was, no, a hard it, was, it, was, it was still a difficult change but had i ever reached the heights of what i believed i should have got from being in the game yeah Mean you know, a hustling and had i had um the two hundred thousand dollars sitting somewhere hidden,
0: the Maybach back in the driveway oh, and the yeah right? I,
1: listen i could have lost it all yeah But had I had those, I've had nice cars, I had a lot of money, but at that particular time, having these in arm's reach, it'd probably be a lot difficult. So in a sense of me saying, eh, what do I have to lose going this way compared to, well, I had it before, why change? I think the behavior is very hard to change and particularly when you are feeling like you're benefiting more of this way because even if kevin hart does get caught i doubt that he's ever going to stop doing what he does yeah because it's just too it's it's easy when a man is not uh, uh women are not throwing themselves to men it's easy it's easy yeah. for a man to say I, I don't cheat on my wife yeah nobody's nobody looking for you, you. Looking for you. you ain't nobody right? checking for you but when you're in that limelight like, and my daughter just saw him in vegas in july it was his birthday they, they, they share the same birthday right yeah. and uh she just was like the
0: chicks was really on this dude. That's actually where they apparently hooked up. Apparently she was a traveling stripper that he met in Vegas for the for the month of August. You gotta be freaking. So man. while he was out there doing all those pool parties and, yeah, and out there every the night. Party. She that's he she was in Vegas for that month with him. And that's apparently where he met her.
1: Okay. And then again, the type of girls that typically a lot of men in this life try to use have been the girls. That are really flipping the game.
0: Yeah,
1: the girls that you think that okay, she's just going to be happy to be around me. She's going to keep this on the low because she is who she is—a stripper. Yeah.
0: That's a professional a hustler.
1: These are the professional, <laughs> professional, like, professional hustler. artists, hustlers <laughs> and all that. So it's it's a difficult thing when men gravitate to the level of of, of power and um, you know sh- positioning. Like Kevin Hart to sit there and all of a sudden now I'm going to be here with my nice wife and my kids and I'm
0: not going to do anything. Because I think it was the old phrase that says you can find out the true test of a woman. Uh, when you, If you're a man, like I said, the true test of a woman you have is when you have nothing. But the true test of a man is when he has everything. You know, It's real easy to be humble and be down when you ain't got nothing. For sure. But as soon as you got that little access, little opportunity, that's where it starts to come out.
1: This dude is Eddie Murphy status.
0: That's what I'm saying. And why I was using him to to preface, so it's not just about you know some little short comedian getting caught up in these streets. I particularly don't care. Because if it is true that, this, that the, his current wife was the side piece while he was married to his ex-wife uh then it w- it just would be a play on karma and, and and he's got enough resources and and she ain't going anywhere so that i, I don't see her 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 bouncing out on him over this cuz i think there is a degree of you know who you're with yeah so she may be embarrassed that it got out yeah but but she she know who she and, married
1: and that's another thing i i think that
0: none of these women
1: are stupid nowadays yeah. you know what i'm saying like i think that the only part that they play is you've embarrassed me as you said yeah and now i have to be in this 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 moment do they really want to be in this moment (laughs) probably particularly not yeah right but they have to play it off with the media
0: i think that worst case scenario what she leaves yeah like i said i don't even see that happen and, and, but why I look at it is because you hear stuff. I just use infidelity to start with because you'll hear, you know, like I said, do cheat on you once or he ever cheated on anybody. Like, you know, you got to expect him to cheat again. But there's uh, also another pattern of behavior that that happens that that's a little more serious. Because uh, as we get ready, to, this is uh, September. October is uh, domestic violence awareness month coming up next month. Huh. And so would you make the same argument? that a person who hits somebody can go through the same evolution or is it simply a revolution of a behavior? Like instead of evolve, they just revolve. It's a revolving door. Now that revolving door may be six months, it may be six years, it may be 16 years. But like once it's is it's something that's in you, is it something that you can curve out of or is it something that it's a matter of time?
1: That my friend, is a million dollar question that I would love to figure out myself because I'm in the current situation with a very close friend of mine that is going through that. Okay. Um, and you know some family members are involved, and as a man, I want to go over there and drag the motherfucker out of the house and yeah. do what I do, call some goons and, and have handle our business. Yeah. But in reality, that person really holds on to this uh, coward. won't call him a man, this coward. And actually, I think, act activates his abuse because she's allowed it. She's accepted it. Okay. Um, She's made excuses. Uh, I got a conversation with the person that's also involved, and they told me that she said this... Man is a good guy, he's nice, he's good, he just needs help. So I think sometimes the person being abused has made so many excuses for the abuser that the abuser who needs the help will never get the help. And I honestly believe that the reason why a lot of the abusers stay abusing because they find women that allow it and will um, fall in line with it because okay. the abuser is such a manipulator, right? So, it's a lot more difficult when a person does not decide to get the help they need, right? Okay. Um, if the person has crossed the line, I I do think, and I don't want anybody that's listening to hear it and say you're crazy, Barry. I think you could get redemption if you could if you put um, some kind of uh, you know you you may hurt a woman physically in a sense of not punching her out or, or, or just kicking her ass. Yeah. But, you know, you grab her, may push her, there's there's redemption. You know what I'm saying? Okay. And, and I think if you hit your girl and it was just out of just full outrage and just emotions, I think that you can channel it out with, with proper therapy and work it, it out. It was a circumstance. Yes. It's yeah, not. There, it, it, circumstances create certain situations. Yeah. But when it's like, you go out your way just to uh, not only abuse physically but mentally, and that's what you do. You're, you're stalking, right? Yeah. You're uh, uh, manipulating, and on top of the manipulation, what you're doing is you're controlling. You're controlling that person to the point where that person can't breathe. I think that is where I relatively find and say that that person has a problem, and I don't really believe That there is coming back from that. Because if a person doesn't take the time out to say, I got to get some help and say that because I love you, I don't need you to go with me on this journey. Most of the time, the abuser is expecting the person getting abused to stay with them. While they go through the process. Like, that's the only way I feel a person can truly, truly change. If they know they have the issue, they identify that issue. They are no longer pointing the finger that well you uh, uh move the sugar where I usually have the sugar and yeah. you know I didn't you know I I feel some kind of well, hey we have the sugar, corn I said yeah, I want yeah, potatoes yeah together. exactly yeah. when the sugar's not on the counter it's it's in the refrigerator but you're slapping her up and doing all that type of crazy thing okay I believe that you can get help but it has to be a decision. Of the abuser allowing the person is being
0: abused to set fr- be set free and them dealing with themselves. Okay, so do we make a distinction between gender? Because typically when you say the phrase domestic violence... Oh, you the, think about men? Well, the do first you know narrative is, is woman, victim, yeah. men, villain. It's mostly that. Yeah, so that, that's the first picture. So now does that change at all, pattern of behavior, ability to change, if it's the woman... And why I preface that, too, is so domestic violence, just to clear it up, is not just physical. So it's also uh, verbal, uh, mental, psychological, emotional and even financial. You know, if you're the breadwinner and you're using your means and your resources to control somebody's behavior and or demean them, put them down, berate them. All those are different forms of domestic violence. So there are women out there who. Now granted a woman will statistically a woman will hit a man faster than a man will hit a woman. Uh-huh. Uh it's just that we always make the argument, well he's so much bigger than me, uh-huh. I can't do that much damage. But if you hit somebody out of frustration or anger, hitting somebody out of frustration and anger is hitting somebody out of frustration and anger. So it you and don't some get, women got some good Yeah, yeah. Right. That's what I'm saying. There's that narrative that if you talk domestic violence, you're talking a man beating a woman. But there's a whole lot of women popping a dude in the back of the head, slapping him cuz you're upset. Shoving him in the chest because you're frustrated, slapping his phone out his hand, get all that stuff is domestic violence. Yeah. You know, now in our culture, we go, well, I just had to check it. Yeah. I just Stick had to in your face. I just had to let him know. I just had to, you know, what happened, man? I came out the movies and he was chatting it up with some waitress. What'd you do? I slapped the S out of him <laughs> and told her to get on. If you reverse that and said, What happened? I came out the bathroom and she was talking to this waiter. So what'd you do? I slapped the s out of her and told him to get on. He's the devil. She's just checking him. So when it comes to like changing, evolving, or is it a revolving pattern? Do we even look for women to change their behavior? Like, does the light bulb even come on? Now, granted, if she's full blown waiting to exhale, you know, blowing the car up with all his stuff in it, you may say she has a problem. But do we even acknowledge you know, to slap across the head, the the, the two finger shove to the temple, the you know, do we even look at that when it comes to a pattern of behavior for women? I think we do.
1: I just necessarily don't think that again. Um, the focus is usually there on you know women abusing men. Though it yeah.
0: does happen. Yeah, like I said, statistically, and, uh, women hit men quicker I than you. men. Than I men think, men. think yeah,
1: most definitely. But at the same time, it's just again, it's a woman, as they say, not understanding that. Women have some... There's a lot of women that have some good lefts and rights, better than
0: men. Yeah. But Raised up by all their brothers. Oh, th- there's a lot of men who, as soon as they get a little girl, the first thing is, I'm going to teach you how to throw a right hook. So if some boy ever try to push up on you, you can defend yourself. There's a lot of grown women walking around who can put together a combination. Oh, yeah. Trust me. I'm, I'm do yeah.
1: I've had a girl that I dated that was verbally abusive in a way to where I had to look at her sometimes. And I've caught myself... Who are you getting so <laughs> exactly getting so angry until I started dealing with myself okay. and realizing like yo uh uh-uh. and then again if this is what she is and who she is why am I still here okay right? so once I got to do that it was un- when we eventually let each other um you know move on with each other's lives, I was able to learn that pattern I can't meet her energy with her energy and we happen to talk um you know frequently as friends but she still has that same level yeah what i realized that's just her she has things that has happened in her life so she has to identify that and work with that where with myself i knew i had things that when she did those things it triggered not just the sense of like who are you talking to but then also look at the distressors that I had, yeah, and that just magnified it by um ten. But I think that women are a lot more verbally abusive, yeah, than a man. A man this is more or less physical, though men are verbally abusive yeah. too. but women like to really cut, say them,
0: think them phrases yeah, that are yeah, just be like yeah, cut, cut
1: through the spine. That's why your daddy
0: never loved yeah, you, yeah, you know, just <laughs> you that, know what, what I'm saying, like, like just that's
1: PG. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, just in <laughs> I, I honestly believe in a, in a fold of it, and uh, what well, she could be our uh, she could be your daughter. What we're going to be doing um, in October is definitely getting together and, and creating a forum to discuss these things because this this is a crazy uh, uh, kind of world that we live in. And here in Sacramento, by itself, uh, we've had cis domestic violence uh, incidents, and they all ended up in murder.
0: Yeah,
1: and there and uh, I think like five are involved, african-american and involved. most of them involve children also. And, and then in children so with that being said um it's really hard because if that person does not get that uh, uh that help they need
0: what they could do to other people is catastrophic okay so going with something that you said about triggers and so uh, i i don't think that we give enough uh, Acknowledgment or attention to those okay because I think that as a society we look at what you're doing in front of me right now yeah you know if you, if you got uh, if a man grew up you know maybe he grew up in in, in estate we have a lot of children who get abused in this country most definitely if, if he grew up in a household where his mom used to berate him, slap him across the head, call him stupid, call him you know emotionally and, and physically while he was smaller uh-huh. abuse him. He may, there may have been a part of his head that he would not lash out and hit his mother. Yes. She, yeah. she, she worked that into his head. But yeah. now he's 22, 24, 25, and he gets a woman who starts saying those exact same phrases uh-huh. in the same tone as his mother, only she doesn't have that emotional force field that his mama had. Yeah. And all of a sudden, he starts reverting back to six, seven eight nine and all those times where he felt like balling up his fist and swinging on his mama and he didn't (laughs) now he's balling up his fist and And swinging swinging on on his girlfriend yeah so swinging on his wife so when it comes to to you know evolving past the behavior or if it's just a revolving behavior uh saying something to just just throwing a ballpark i do how many what percentage of people do you think are even aware that they have them you know what no, I'm saying? Not, not, not that many. You know what I'm saying? I, 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 I'm a firm believer that most people have an a, a inability to self-assess. I believe that most what? people I don't think, know I who they are.
1: It is hard to self-assess because when you self-assess and you figure out, oh, there's some things I have to change, when you don't change it it becomes a difficult notion to know that you know there's something wrong with you and you're not doing anything about
0: it. You're taking another L. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You, like, you, you have know. the problem, but you're not even fixing the problem. Yeah, so you that's
1: know. Two problems. And I think that creates more of the aggression. I think some people do figure out, like, yo, I'm over here really kicking her ass. Or I'm really talking to him as if he's some dog. Yeah. And I'm barking orders at him. And I'm flipping. And it's about nothing.
0: He left... Cup in the sink. You know what I'm talking about? And, like, and all hell's breaking loose. Like, I'm getting my ass kicked because I didn't pick up the phone when you
1: called me. <laughs> and that didn't like, we have to really think about it. How many of us, if we truly and honestly did the self-assessment, or as I say, the, the the mirror look, you know, looking at yourself in the mirror and asking yourself, who am I? Yeah. What kind of man am I? What kind of woman am I going to be? Um. Uh, I think that a lot of these issues could be addressed. And if you're really being truthful, and I think that when the abuser is in such this um, awkward position of realizing he's doing this stuff in fear, but also he's utilizing his, his wittiness his abuse for power to keep a stranglehold on that person uh, that they're abusing, it's really a catch-22 because really it's a person that fears so many th- difficult, different things that to, to have to deal with and face. But then again, it's like they're utilizing their power by showing how I control you and you have to wait on me or you're not going to leave me or you know I can physically harm you. That's a crazy
0: situation to be involved in. Okay, so we look at somebody, we look at infidelity. And we look at domestic violence as as patterns of behavior. Uh, What about crime? Because you'll hear people who say, you know, once a thief, always a thief. You know, that that once somebody has, maybe they're, you know, they don't cheat on their woman or they don't put hands on their girl or hands on their husband. But they have a, you know, prison, They always is a revolving door. Rather, right. there's some systemic stuff that keeps people coming back. Yeah. But what about the notion of crime? Is mm. that is, is that something that we evolve past, or is that just a revolving behavior? Mm. It's 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 another difficult thing. <laughs> I mean, these
1: things are very, and it's crazy because I feel like the scenarios I've been involved in so many of them, yeah, and I've and I've come through. I feel really, I've come through smelling like roses. But crime, man, if that's all you know and that's all you understand, it's real hard until you have an alternative or until you find a different way to get out of what you're used to doing. If I'm used to uh, 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 committing robberies to get what I need to pay rent to eat the basic needs, yeah, then I'm going to go ahead and do what? Robberies. If that's what I know how to do. Yeah. And, yeah, I have went to jail a few times, but that's what I know how to do. I don't know how
0: to do anything else. So, basically, for all these things, if there's not that self-assessment of, A, this is what I'm doing or why I'm doing it, and B, there's got to be some kind of something put in practice to start curbing the behavior, is there just a percentage of people that this is just who they are? Five years to go to prison for, let's say,
1: um, carjacking. Okay. Five years. Let's say that. That's I mean, just, probably more. Oh, know, it was just for the yeah, sake, of just for a, sake of argument. Yeah, but just for the sake of argument, we say five years. You come back, three months later, you do the same thing. Yeah. You violate your parole, whatever. You yeah. do the same thing. That's telling you that those behavior mechanisms, again, if that's all you know, what are you going to likely go to to what's more comfortable? Even though you know that the fact I can receive more jail time, I would rather risk that because we stay comfortable in what we know and usually rely on what we know to get ahead. So being in that process, understanding that, yo, I may go to jail, but that's all I know. And my probability is like, well, if I don't do this, then what am I going to do? That's what creates the the mechanisms that we have of people consistently continuing to follow uh, this process Radic behavior of doing the same shit
0: even though it doesn't work okay i can understand all that so if you're looking at putting all that stuff together to where infidelity can be something that you know if you're somebody who's got a bunch of options and opportunity and and you know you got chicks throwing themselves at you i'm
1: more than just an option
0: hey, yeah. <laughs> hey i just had to get my drake on one time not, not a problem if you got all these type of opportunities that may be something that's a revolving door that may come back up and may go back to the old Chris Rock joke: "A man's only as faithful as his options." Uh, if you got all kind of uh, you know access like that, it may be a little difficult, but you can clean that up. And if we're looking at something where it comes along the lines of like domestic violence, it can be said that just because you got you and your college girlfriend got physical, doesn't mean that at 52 you're still putting your hands on your wife or husband. Mm -hmm. And if we're even saying that crime, if it's something that's, okay, well, this is all that you know and this is all that you're familiar with uh, and you haven't seen anything else that even if you've kind of, if you're in a better situation, maybe you were stealing because you were starving and now you got a job. So your natural inclination is not to steal. Mm -hmm. Like there's nothing pressing you to start stealing. But if you lose your job, uh, that may be your default. If you don't learn other things, uh-huh. like you can fall back on that. So if, if we're following, like looking at the, the process of evolving past the behavior or if it's just a revolving door, what about behavior like supporting each other? Like we, it, It's easy when you want to look at somebody who's, you know, if you're if you're an are Supporting each other um, with the behavior that is being displayed? No, the behavior of supporting one another. Okay. So if, it, if it's something like because that's one issue that we that comes up repeatedly about lack of support for one another, is that a behavior that you would feel culturally we can evolve ourselves out of? or is that just a revolving rat race door like the rat you know hamster yeah. wheel of like what's it going to take to shake off this wheel? Because that, that's where we find a lot of societal and cultural problems is because that's a behavior that we have embraced. Not supporting each other in business, uh, a lot of community stuff, like that's becoming a problem.
1: I mean, I think that we do support each other, but I think we support each other in a negative way. And just going back real quick, just want to, because it was on the top of my mind, the whole infidelity thing and just that whole space with Kevin Hart and the extortion thing, just because it's in my head. This whole idea of him now. Flipping it as extortion and he was cheating and he he got caught cheating. He's now admitting in a way of cheating, but in the same sense playing the victim when the reality is bro, there would be no extortion if you didn't extort yourself. So let's just be clear on, you know, who is the real victim in this matter? If there's anyone that is a victim as karma is a bitch and it's always a bitch that comes back to haunt you. Now going back to support, um, I think personally, black folks like to support the negative, um, the negative more than they like to, uh, support the positive. You hear more about, um, the dead baby daddy compared to hearing about the actual dad that's doing something. Yeah. Um, you know, we, we, we have such a, a difficult time with what R. Kelly might be doing, and he's disgusting, but yet you won't see DJs all across the board uh, stop playing his music, right?
0: That's all. He ain't my daughter. It, yeah. So
1: I think then in the same sense, and then even when we look at some of the recent events, just here, particularly in Sacramento, with um, older artists um, beefing with younger artists, And you would think older artists would have a more diplomatic way of dealing with the situation at hand. But in the same sense, my opinion, of course, uh, you see them utilizing that wave to get back attention and folks from the background supporting that, even though it's a guy who's almost 50 years old, continuing to promote gangbanging life. (laughs) To me, it's like... We support the negative, but we don't embrace the positive as much, but then turn around and complain that all we have is is negative images, but don't denounce the imagery that is being presented by folks that say, well, we're trying to make a dollar out of 15 cents or folks that could be a part of um, solving the problem. I mean... Why is Love and Hip Hop, whatever uh, Atlanta, uh, uh, Hollywood, why is that show a a continuous hit? If it's so ratchet and we know it's influencing a lot of our our males and and young females, why is that even supported? So these kind of things that when we talk about support, it's a level of what are actually black folks supporting compared to um, what they're not supporting, in my opinion.
0: Okay, so what that would sound like is, is, so a conditioning, whatever it is that you've been used to being shown, heard, uh, was perpetually put in front of you, you know, for what kind of uh, behavior that you're 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 exhibiting. If you're around a bunch of, you know, ratchet ass behavior, it's pretty, it's a pretty good, you know, good chance you're going to exhibit ratchet behavior. You know, if you're around a bunch of criminals all day it's a pretty good chance you're going to commit a crime. If you're around dudes or women that don't respect men or women or do not know how to express themselves without putting their hands on somebody, you're probably more likely than not going to exhibit that behavior as well as if you find somebody who uh, is is, is consistently uh, cheating. If you're around people of a culture of people who think, oh, man, you know, ain't nothing. You know, man, you got to sow his his royal oats. You know, women are like, oh, girl, you got to go ahead and just get it in. Like if if the culture of where you're at uh, is is, supports that behavior, you're more likely than not stick with it. So if if we're looking at in order to evolve out of some of the poor choices that we're making and to evolve out of some of the the situations that we're finding ourselves in and not get caught on that hamster wheel of, of that revolving behavior, if. If what we're exposed to is so huge, why does it seem that we don't gravitate or don't push for the stuff? Because I, I think everybody knows. <laughs> yeah, I think everybody knows that if you if you keep because even if you, if you you know if you keep listening to something, keep watching something, you know it's going to affect you to a degree. Mm-hmm. You know that. You, you know if you watch horror movies in the middle of the night, you probably have bad dreams. Mm-hmm. You know. You know if you know that, what do you think it'd take to get people to say like? I know what I'm constantly feeding myself is killing me, mm-hmm. but I can't seem to stop eating. Mm-hmm. Well,
1: what's that dessert that you like that you know you're not supposed to eat um, after five or you shouldn't eat uh, three to four days out of the week?
0: Yeah. What, I mean, what is what is it? What's well, dessert? I mean, if, if I was knocking out a cheesecake at night, that would be, you know. I'm not trying to be a candidate for diabetes. Okay, well, but, <laughs> but it tastes good, right? Yeah, yeah.
1: So I think that with every negative thing that we talk about, yeah. there's some kind of good, there's some kind of um, interest we we have in it. Yeah. That's what it. it's so difficult for people to uh, move away because yeah. it's interesting watching ratchet behavior because you're like, wow, this is kind of interesting in a sense because you're trying to figure out, like, well, why... Are these people flipping out
0: yeah. the way they flip out? Like, this? Like, like, <laughs> like you know, and, but
1: at the same time, damn that purse she got's, yeah. or oh, damn that dude's shoes is dope. So you're 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 kind of inviting the negativity without really realizing that you're inviting the negativity because
0: vicariously through the ratchetness. Oh
1: man, you're 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 tuned in, and sometimes that negative look is a negative. Uh, look or lens from things that you might have been through and you're kind of reliving your life through those patterns and with music sometimes it's just catchy that's why these hooks get you like yeah. you know um right now who's the biggest hip-hop artist right now you have a, a stripper yeah the biggest hip-hop artist right now is a former stripper uh, cardi b cardi b right and of course yellow and of course Shots out to Nicki Minaj before her, who wasn't particularly a stripper that got famous. Maybe she did strip. Who knows? But I'm just saying that. She definitely pushed the culture. She pushed this uh, a, a culture that embraced now what Cardi B is. She yeah. was the first to say, hey, I'm going to do these things this way. And she pushed it to another level that was allowed um, Cordy, Cardi B to come in there and do what she does, even though. You 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 you're saying to yourself, yo, like I should not be bumping my head to this. Yeah. But we are at times attracted to the negative. That's why pushing it away becomes so hard. The street life, though I knew the end result jail or death. Yeah. Jail or death. I mean, at the end of the day, yeah, there was the, the uh, um the visions of having that Scarface, Nino Brown life. But yeah. reality, when you remember Nino Brown and Scarface, how did they end? And yeah, neither
0: one of them make it to the end of
1: the movie. Okay, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, so even though I know reality, jail, death, I still pushed because I looked at, well, maybe I could be that one that escapes that and, and, and gets there and... And have a different ending of my movie and make it to the end of the movie, right?
0: Yeah. Okay. So, so speaking of that, because I think that that's something that's that's very important. If we talk about like that draw to Ratchet Television, just as an example, about how as much as we all know that there's this nothing's good is coming to my spirit watching this all that. And, well, like, and just but, real quick. This shit is funny sometimes as well. But that's where I'm going. Yeah. So it, it, if we can sit there and say that I know this is negative, I know this is portraying a negative stereotype, this is perpetuating a whole bunch of garbage that we know is not true in day-to-day life, but other people will watch and, and will, will, will run with this like it's gospel. I, I know it's got all that negative stuff, but because I get entertained, they're funny, they're they're over the top, I get a little something from this, I'll continue to watch does that same logic, or is that something to even to to really look at, carry over to the other subjects? Because when we look at if somebody's in a domestic situation, that is as much as, as horrific as it can be on one end. Looking at there's still something you get from being with this person. Yeah. no, but I'm saying so if if we're looking like I said the the old narrative we talk domestic violence is yeah. villain and 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 uh, victim. But really looking at those layers of, I, yeah, I hate getting yeah. hit, but I'm still getting something from this.
1: Well, the domestic violence lens is deeper than you know what you and I could ever imagine because we're not the abuser or we're not getting abused. But in the same sense of understanding relationships, yeah. being with people that you know might have talked to you crazy. That you know might have pushed your buttons, but you stayed in it for whatever particular reason. Yeah. Right? I mean, I <laughs> I remember I was talking to one of my um, young bulls, and I was explaining to him about how I used to be very superficial when it came to, you know, young women. Like, I was just like, yo, I used to stay with certain chicks that I knew I had no business with because they had a fat ass, right? Yeah. It was just like, yo, she's bugging out, but that ass, I'm just like, yo, I was, I was focused on that. So in the same sense, one of the people that I was talking to about their relationship that is definitely um, reaping in uh, domestic violence on all levels, mentally and physically, I asked, I said, why do you stay with this person? This person said to me that this man is a good man. He just needs some help. Yeah. So... Whatever whatever breakdown moment that person, whether it's a he or she, has with that individual, I think that right there, that, that moment that we don't know that they share in their whatever sick plotted mind, because in our mind frame, we're like, yo, motherfucker hit you in your face. I'm out of here. We don't understand whatever that other person who's receiving it or that person who's who's, uh, uh, you know, giving the abuse. We don't know their capacities of the relationships of what they identify to be their space of comfort, right? Yeah. And what, what that person may have over that person or has done for that person to where that person feels that I have to be with this person to see this shit all the way through. It's sick, but in the same sense, I think that's what kind of plots and plays around with this. It's like they believe in their hearts of hearts, that they can get through this, and if they stay diligent and they stay focused with this person in this moment, that all things will end up being right.
0: Yeah, I get the the, the loyalty factor. I get the the, the sympathy factor. Oh, uh, in my years, I've, I've you know talked with and worked with a, a bunch of uh, people who had to deal with different forms of violence in the home and against children and stuff, and and you'll start to hear that that theme. You know, uh, whether it be dad, whether it be boyfriend, whether it be mom, whether it be sister, whatever, uh, the loyalty to the individual, because you don't want to leave them. And and it is viewed in some cases as a sickness. And then on top of that, when you
1: say loyalty, think about the
0: investment. Yeah. In some cases, yeah. yeah, yeah, I invested four or five
1: years with this person. I'm not going to turn myself back. I'm going to try to work
0: shit out. Yeah, yeah, I'm, you know, I'm then some of this on the petty side. I'm not going to let you get right just to be right for the next person. Oh,
1: man, and bro. Uh, no, I'm, it's real. I, a lot of it's on the petty side. A lot so, of it's on the petty side.
0: What I'm saying, if we're set, starting to, because I think it's important to have real conversations about, because we get, we, like I said, we, we we're, we're a headline reading society. Yeah. You know, we're, we're a headline of, he cheated, mm-hmm. he's a dog. She cheated, she's a hoe. Mm-hmm. Uh, man, why didn't you leave her? She was out sleeping when somebody is such and such, such and such. Yeah, but well, you know, she, she takes care of the home and the kids is fed and this and that. You know, infidelity is not a deal breaker in most you know relationships in America. Uh, domestic violence is not a major deal breaker in most relationships in, in, in America. Uh, m- number one reason why people get divorced in America is money. Yeah. You know, uh, number two, I believe, is a uh, a belief or ideological difference. Either you don't see eye to eye, whether it be relationship, belief systems, the way you parent, or you know, spanking kids, don't spank them. Yeah. Uh, how you approach problems, conflict, like that. That that's number two. Third, third has to do with sex. It's usually um, if it's not infidelity, sexual uh, incompatibility. Yeah. Uh, he wanted all the time, she don't want it all the time. I'm whatever. surprised
1: sexual um um
0: compatibility is not up there with like at least two. No, well, it's, it's and it's it's in it's involved in sex. So you know whether it be your like, sex sexualized, whether it be cheating, all that stuff is in the same. College. But this is America. This is a capitalist society. Money's first, and <laughs> and usually the the second one is how you get money or go about it or what you do once you have it. Uh, you know, sex is and then when you start going long term, people get older. Sex is not as not nah, the, the dominant thing. I mean, it's not but not at all. But what I was, you know, looking to say something to and and kind of shine a light on is is moving away from just the headline reading, uh, moving away from just he hit her. She's out or why she's stupid if she stays. Mm-hmm. He you know, he's stupid. You, you stupid to stay with that crazy girl. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, all those things that we just like to give the headline to and really start peeling back the layers. And there's a lot of layers to these particular subjects. Yeah. You know, if we're talking about evolving past the behavior, uh, there's an old phrase that says the brain can't see past what it doesn't understand. So if if you don't actually really look at why you're doing something, Mm -hmm. you're not going to stop doing something. You know, you can send somebody to jail to stop them from stealing. Mm -hmm. But all you did is stop their access from stealing. You know, it's why people have a drug habit or, or a particular habit. And you lock them up and they stop. Mm -hmm. They didn't stop because they actually stopped what they were doing. They just stopped because they couldn't do it anymore. Yeah. And as soon as you give them an opportunity to do it again, they're right back on it. Yeah. So I I think that, you know, when we're saying something to to our behaviors and about evolving past who we are to who we want to be and not just getting caught on that revolving door of, you know, once this, always this. I think it's important that we start looking at, you know really what something is because i don't think i think like i said i think we're headline readers i think we're just surface
1: i think that um any kind of situation we put ourselves in we have a lot of control on how the next step ends up being we don't have control on the first step like i get abused i get cheated on you don't know Unless you see a character uh, flaw or trait that you're not really too um, familiar with. And, you know, you just kind of like, ah, you kind of breeze past it. But then it becomes a line of, okay, he cheated. I take him back. Mm -hmm. He hit me. I take him back. Mm -hmm." That now becomes you are playing a part of that that, that vicious cycle. And I think a lot of infidelity, uh, abuse... Stops when those who are victims say, "Oh, you don't get a second swipe at this." Like you know yeah. what I mean? Like you don't. Know, we're not no, doing this. We're not again. playing
0: a little reindeer game. Yeah, I don't yeah. give
1: a damn. Yeah, we've been together three years. Ooh, that. Thank you to the wee wee was great. I, you know, or the ooh wow was ooh. You're not gonna have another term at this. I think that that creates more of an aggressive behavior. Not saying that that folk won't try to get back in. Good fair with that person, but I think that when we continue, and that's what we talk about, support, we continue to support certain behaviors like this. Okay. When individuals get involved, if they don't say, oh, you know what, first time is the only time, and get out, it continues a track that may lead to the wrong road.
0: Okay, so where does forgiveness factor into
1: that? I mean, you can forgive a person and not be with a person. It's but, but,
0: not true, but I'm saying, but... Because for a lot of people, like I said, hitting somebody in this country's society is not a deal breaker for most people. Yeah. Uh, cheating is not deal breaker. Because when you start looking at, yeah, he slept with somebody else. Yeah, she slept with somebody else. Well, men are more inclined to leave if a woman cheats than, than women yeah, are. Because our emotions but, are all over the place. Yeah, but, I saying, but a lot of that stuff works <laughs> into... That's uh, ego right there. But a lot of it is, I, we can't afford to break up. You know, some of it is we've got kids, we got this mortgage, we got this and that, and that. I'm not about to throw away 5, 10, 15 years because yeah. he decided to sleep with somebody else. Or all these other things are going well and the violent side is <laughs> three times a year. But <laughs> And, that, and that, sound, that sounds like a lot to oh somebody who's God. not in that world. Man. But if you imagine if you can go, if you only had an incident every four months. I hear you. You could look at – somebody could say, you know what, we have we, we have this incident every four months, and we go through it for maybe four or five days when it happens. So, you know, 12, 15 days out of 365, we got problems. You know what I'm saying? Like, And that's, why, and
1: that's why people
0: support the, the, the negative behavior. Well, but that's what I'm saying. Is there a difference between the person who's like, I respect the fact that, you know – the the guy who's like, oh, baby, I'm sorry, I hate you. you know, cause you know, I, I'm sorry, it's never gonna happen again. I don't know what's going on. I'm under a lot of pressure from work. Uh, I got a but lot that of stuff going. That doesn't mean you slap your wife. No, no, no. I'm I, I'm not justifying. No, I'm not I'm saying, saying you are, but I'm just. But saying, I'm saying so when that delivery goes in, in, to her. And my particular
1: is like, I get the pressures life, but that don't mean you go slap your wife. But I'm saying,
0: but if she's like, okay, we this is the first time it's happened. We've been together two years. He, he gave me the scenario and the situation for how it happened. Where would you think that the forgiveness component would be is to get an opportunity for for a second time to potentially happen. Because like I said, if, it, if it's the first time and there's already some time served, like if, it's, if you're two weeks in and the dude pops off, you know, she's out with a restraining order and a cop at the front door. But if you're two not years necessarily, in, well, but necessarily, but, but if you're more likely than not, if you're two years in and you're living together and you got cars in each other's names and she may be pregnant or may already have a baby in the house. Him slapping her one time or her slapping him because, you know, we ain't just saying that women get this passed. Uh, there may be some, I'm really, really sorry. I'm under all this such and such. And so To the same to infidelity. I was just feeling a certain kind of way. You weren't hearing me. I was trying to say that I needed something about you and you were always busy. Is there a forgiveness infidelity, factor?
1: Infidelity, there's a possible way to clear that up. You know, sometimes us men and sometimes us women realize that, you know, the grass ain't greener. Abuse, you are you are asking yourself um, to get hit again. Some other way down the line. I don't care if it's three years. I don't care if it's next week. I just don't think that, you know, those two things, though, they sound similar to the moment of maybe we can't get through this. I just look at it like... Um, domestic violence is something that you, it just it weighs harder on the brain when you know someone because their mechanism of frustration gets to that boiling point to where
0: they can slug you I, that's unsafe okay well say okay so I get that so if the, if the violence is not the fifth it's I'm under so much pressure because there's a whole you know the emotional the verbal. Where you just berate and, and you got all thirty-one flavors of just yeah. insulting somebody to where they feel like they were kicked in the stomach. Yeah. I mean, it, and, and it can happen. And is that a is there a forgiveness off of that for the same reason? I'm under all Dep- kind of stress. De- I'm all de- kind of depending
1: of pressure. on um, the levels again of communication that a person is under. But I think that we have to we have to get to a certain level to where I know a person that the only thing they're doing wrong in this abusive relationship is staying. Okay. They're not doing anything else but doing that wrong by, uh, um, you know, condoning the behavior of that person by trying to stay and help this person with their sickness. Every single thing I can run in a book, this person has done to this other person, and this person has stayed. Yeah. And it's almost kind of like now you're stupid. What would it
0: take? What, right. Like, if you can, t- you can put up with this grocery list of stuff. What actually is your deal yeah, breaker? Yeah. So, so,
1: so it's beyond. That person just abusing them. It's just
0: DUI.
1: It, it, it's uh gone to jail. It's uh lost a job. You know, it's this uh, has a cheater. pattern of bad It's like, behavior. come on, man. Now, so it becomes like, oh, you just.
0: This is what you like. You like dysfunction. So, so that's my point. So, so now, if you say this person, you know who this person is. Yeah. Like, like, I mean, if they're lost, always losing a job, always getting DUIs, constant problems, this, that, and the third, get into it with everybody they're around. Mm-hmm. Everybody got something negative to say about them. The, the jury is done deliberating. You know who you've got. And if you're saying, if you're still drawn to that dysfunction,
1: that becomes a dysfunction within yourself. You have to start looking at yourself in the mirror and ask you, ask yourself, like, what am I all about? Am I? Is this who I am? Because if I'm drawn to that. I can't sit there and talk about that person has a problem. I got to look at myself and ask, I got the problem because I just look at it on to the scale of we are the decision makers of how a person is going to treat us. Like I said, we can get fooled that first time, yeah. but when it becomes a pattern, that is something that now we have to look at. I just don't, I just don't, Find myself understanding folks who don't see that behaviors that a person may display as something that you or I can't fix. That person got to go by themselves. Any lady listening right now, here's some great advice. If you want a man to become a man, allow that man to become a man by himself. Don't help him. That was some of the best work that happened to me with one of my ex-girlfriends that I was going through the things I was going through, and now all of a sudden I was like, "Well, I need you to be there for me." And she was kind of pretty much like, "Well, I've been here for you for like five years, and you shitted it on me. Yeah, I, I'm it's I'm I'm done. I, I can't do this no more." And that was 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 great for me because it made me check myself. Like I needed to go all the way down and retool myself and get myself back up mentally and and understand the worth of myself and. How I needed to be humble to value other people who really had um, invested good things about me that I did not see at that particular time. And and really start focusing on not the crowd, not the response of the crowd, but the response of the moment in myself and the people who really cared for me, my family, and those who were really on my side. Not just the the crowd of other people that I didn't even see they face. I just heard them cheering. So... It's always for me as a man, I have to take accountability for myself and get myself right and don't need anybody to be involved. Of course, you know, you need the accountability partner. You also need the person that you can have as your vent partner. You need those two things, accountability and vent partner, because you're going to have those moments. Yeah. But a lot of the particular times, I think when women stay around us, trying to heal us, when we are forcing them not to heal themselves, or we're in our space to where it's like, man, fuck everybody, we gotta let ourselves be the ones to deal with ourselves before we try to deal with everybody else.
0: because I think these are all things that are important to be looked at that we as a people start really understanding that that these are uh, two people tangos, mm-hmm. you know, and that if if we decide that we want to dance with a particular partner and they can't get the steps right. Uh, it's okay to walk away and get a new partner Mm. that you're you're not disloyal you're not wrong because somebody told you they know how to tango and and all they know how to do is two-step you know well when you go ahead and you, you go on back there and take some classes you go on and get you some instruction and when you learn to get your get your tango gang up Maybe you can come back and holler if I ain't got a new partner by then. Yeah. But when it comes to, to evolving out of these steps, it's about being able to be real with ourselves and recognize we ain't got a tango. All we got is a two step mm. and, and quit trying to say that it's anything other than that. So if it's infidelity, if it's if it's crime, if it's abuse, if it's any of those things that as much as the world is, is going, you know, There'll be repercussions to the behaviors that we have out here in these streets. But sometimes you got to just look in the mirror and be real with yourself and say something and definitely say something. I'm Jermaine Morris. We're at Barry Axios. Where can folks find you online?
1: Barry Axios on Facebook, Barry Axios on Twitter and Instagram at Team Void
0: and of course, BlackBlueprints.com with a Z. I'm Jermaine Morris on Facebook. Every other social media platform is at J Morris CEO. You can also follow the Say Something podcast on Twitter. That's at We Say Something. Also, We Say Something podcast at gmail.com. If you got questions, comments, things you want to check out, you want to have addressed, brought on. Hey, you may even want to be a guest on the show. Yes sir. And uh, you also always hear us on SoundCloud. Currently on iTunes as well on how you getting this. And so this has been Jermaine here with Barry Axis and the Say Something Podcast. Yes, sir. And until next show, we will holla at you later. Indeed.